This is the Defender Radio News Brief. I'm Michael Howie, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers. This news brief is brought to you by the Defender Radio Patreon. Help keep new episodes coming by supporting the show for as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash defenderradio. The East Coast commercial seal hunt has started in Canada, and with it, a fierce public relations campaign from two sides, those who support the seal hunt and those who oppose it. While the facts are available, there are groups and individuals who pass on misinformation and disinformation regarding the hunt from both camps. That's why when I want answers, I turn to my good friend and Canadian seal hunt expert, Cheryl Fink of the International Fund for Animal Welfare, or IFA. Using publicly available government documents, citing sources, and speaking plainly, Cheryl provides a fact-based look at the inherently inhumane hunt and helps Canadians and an international audience of animal lovers understand what's happening in the East Coast seal hunt. Cheryl joined Defender Radio to discuss the seal hunt, dismiss some disinformation, and address myths surrounding the commercial seal hunt. This is a heavily edited version of our interview. A full version will be released later this week at thefurbears.com, the iTunes store, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. We hear a lot of talk about the Canadian seal hunt, and it can be confusing when words like commercial or East Coast get tossed in. Which hunt are we specifically talking about, and which do the IFA campaigns focus on? It's what we refer to as the East Coast commercial seal hunt, which is typically the commercial hunt for harp seals. Primarily harp seals, there's a quota of 400,000 animals. That's been the quota for the past few years. And I think where a lot of people get confused is there's also a hunt in Canada's north, which is conducted primarily by Inuit people, which is a hunt for seals as a source of food with some commercial trade in the pelts as sort of a secondary industry. So that's not the hunt we're talking about here. We're talking about the one on the East Coast, which targets harp seals. And yeah, as you say, this is the one that the campaigns have been focused on for almost 50 years now. Um, and it's, it's a very different sort of activity than the Inuit hunt for seals in the north. We're told that the seal hunt is absolutely essential to keep the economy of the region where it takes place afloat. That's a complete myth, actually. And I mean, we've been looking at some of the numbers just in recent years. Um, for the past five years, the support for this industry that we've been able to to find and to calculate is looking at about $20 million over the past five years, whereas the landed value of the hunt over the past five years is only about $9 million. So we're looking at, you know, over twice as much in government support trying to keep the hunt alive than what it's actually bringing in to sealers or bringing into the local economy. So economically, this is an industry that doesn't make sense at all. I've seen an argument online that the seals targeted by the hunt are consuming all the cod and other fish that are the basis of the fishing industry. It seems logical that removing the seals would help support the fishermen. Seals are not responsible for decline in cod stocks, either through direct predation on cod or through competition for other species such as capelin. And that's something we're seeing more of, I think, almost every year. There's a new paper coming out from scientists within DFO and, and elsewhere that are sort of exonerating harp seals when it comes to anything to do with the fisheries. It's it's pretty clear that the culprit is human man, or, you know, our mismanagement of the fisheries are inability to close fisheries and keep them closed until there's scientific evidence that they should be opened because there's just so much pressure to, to to respond to industry and to you know protect jobs and there's always that demand to take more and more fish and as you say the the call from fishermen to call seals or any predators really seals whales seabirds it's for anything seals seem to get the brunt of it but 
um, because they consume fish. And of course they consume fish, but there's also this misconception that, you know, removing predators means that all of the, all of the fish that those predators would eat will somehow become available for the industry and be, you know, they will miraculously be scooped up by fishermen's nets, which we know is not the case either. There's all kinds of complicated interactions that happen. And if you remove all the predators, it's not going to mean, you know, great fishery seals for fishermen. You know, something else is going to collapse and go drastically wrong. To learn more about Cheryl and IFA's work on the commercial seal hunts in Canada, visit IFA, that's I-F-A-W dot org. Thanks again for all you do for the animals. And remember that you can support this show to help keep it going at patreon.com slash Defender Radio. Until next time, I'm Michael Howie for Defender Radio, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong. <music>